shop. It's the gear where the Yoshi gets time to shop. Hey everybody, welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. We're here to talk to y'all here on a Wednesday, an here unusual from, night here for Here from us the show floor of E3. Excuse me. It's so here busy. we are, of course, oh, yeah. on the it, show floor Can you hear the E3. tinkling of the glasses from the bar? Tick, tick, yeah. tick, click. Every, all the chatter. People, yeah, making, all the... people making deals. That's right. Excuse, talk plans. about why they can't put women in video games because they're too hot. These you... titties are hard to render. Bill, do you hear the zeitgeist synergizing? I hear... Uh, Do you I hear it. I, I hear the uh, trucks handing out turkey legs for whatever medieval game that is handing out turkey legs at E3 this year. <laughs> That's just to be a thing because I know what PAX. The last couple times it was PAX. Like it, it's never the same game every year. But there's always some kind of medieval role playing game that decides. Okay, you know we're gonna we're gonna hand out like uh, loaves of honey bread and turkey legs. Which you know no one's complaining. It's not a bad thing, but it's just kind of funny. Funny thing to hang out. So yeah, E3 2014 is, well, it's not over, but all the stuff that everyone cares about is over. And that all the press conference shit is done. The big the big announcements have been made, and now it's just time for everybody to go and actually partake really? in the things that have been announced. Technically, 2015 E3 has just ended, for all intents and purposes. For, I mean, I knew going into this E3, everyone, that was the joke everyone was talking about, there's not going to be that much stuff announced for this year, but there was really year it is yeah. fucking slim pickings this is this is the leanest fall i've seen gotta be in like a fucking decade it's the leanest fall i've seen in many a year no but like well this is because ev- everyone excuse just to play dragon age catch That's up on right. dragon age before dragon age 3 comes up what that the- i'm I'm so excited because last night we watched a gameplay demo and fully said the words i never thought i would ever hear her say that? quote Maybe we can play a Kunari. And I was like, yeah! What the hell's a Kunari? The Kunari, uh, they follow the Kun. Uh, no, the, the they're the big, the they're the big fuck? beast people. They're the what people? They're the big beast people. Uh, oh, were... is that the dude with the horns you were talking about? Yeah, the Iron Bull, my future boyfriend. Yeah. Would that not make uh, any woman who play as him the Iron Cow? He says, uh, P- Patrick Weeks said in an interview that he'll hop into bed with anyone he thinks he won't break. Which will be my rogue dwarf lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wait. Did we talk about this the other day about uh, how I was talking with Leo Weathington about how she was trying to beat me into making yes, sure. Yeah, playing Dragon Age 2. And, and yes. so do you recommend I just skip the first Dragon Age and just go straight we to Dragon Age 2? We had this exact, co- we are recording on Wednesday. <laughs> we had this on conversation Sunday. on Sunday. <laughs> On Sunday, we had this exact conversation. Bill, yes, you can scr- Who should skip I play origins. as in Dragon Age 3? Uh, That's good for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because Foley Will is like kind of into playing a Lady Kunari, which I'm excited about. There's so so you can't people. play as Lady Kunari. It's not, it's not gender specific. New. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, no, you can, you can be male or female. Uh, human, dwarf, elf, or Kunari. What does a Lady Kunari look like? Is she like big and bulky too? Just with, with like little, uh, little boots? This, this game will actually be the first time we see Lady Canary, and they do not look like the Duke. Oh, it's I'm just like like excited. like the first time we saw. Everyone was all hyped up about how we we're going to see Lady Krogans for the first time, and it just turned out to be Krogans with like Tupperware on their heads. Except that, whereas like the Kunari dudes are like huge beast men, uh, Lady Kunari just looks like a really ripped lady with horns. I'm oh, so they went for the thing they didn't want to make. 
they didn't want to have like actual beast women. They just still they still wanted there to become some kind of sexual appeal. You didn't want yeah, like, they wanted to big... make sure you could still comfortably be okay with putting your dick in her. Well, that's know? a thing. That's 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 I've seen that in a couple different video games where they like you kind of see the. I mean, they play on the no. thing that like the females are supposed to be smaller, but it's always like females. They're females. Yes, man. I've heard so much of the females. Cool but ah, oh, fucking females are hard to render in the last couple days. God damn, I wish we could just retire the word fucking females, because it really does make everyone sound like a fucking Ferengi. Uh, so, females. hey everybody, we're going to actually talk about the E3 news, because I am on vacation in 24 hours, uh-huh. and I'm having trouble, I, I really give, we've officially discussed 50% of the things that I give a shit about from E3, I know. <laughs> by mentioning Dragon Age. So let's <laughs> We do let's have a whole checklist right of everything that got announced, though. So Bill, if you really Bill, wanted to get crazy about this. Bill politely made a list, which is good because literally there were three things that perked up my ears at E3 and otherwise well, I just kind of blocked I out. wanted to make up a list and attach the release dates of everything interesting that got announced just to get a picture of what, re- what it really does look like for the release calendar for the next year. And seriously, seriously, of like maybe the t- like two dozen things we have on our list, maybe three of them are coming out this year. Bill, is it entwined enough to satisfy you? Which one's entwined? Did you... Is there a demo for that? I can't remember. <laughs> I was You're watching the thing and like, download that? what if a hawk and a fish, they are separated by, and I'm sitting here going, I prefer this if this were a licensed lady hawk game. Oh. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's my one joke. I'm done. All right, everybody, we're going to go through uh, publisher by, pu- or like channel by yeah, thing. Thing. <laughs> We're so close to this. No, okay. So this list is broken down by the press conferences that they as they happen for like the last Thank like you, two days. Yeah, that's better. What the only one of these? Andy, do you do you want to talk about the stuff you care about first, or should we get to that as we'll we go, go through, through the list? it? As we go through it, I'm not gonna say my thing. We already talked about Dragon Age, which means that when we get to Dragon Age, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna fuck a Kunari. <laughs> Next point. Okay. So let's just do the let's thing. Let's just do it. Hey, everybody. We're going to start with Microsoft. Oh, I guess we should say this right now. Any of y'all who don't like video games, stop listening to this podcast. This is going to be 100% Oh, yeah, did we forget to mention that this is our E3 special where all we're going to talk about is E3? We're only going to talk about the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Andy, what what uh, uh, post-E3 party are you going to go to tonight? Um, the one in my bedroom where I fold laundry into a suitcase so I can leave this town. You're not going to have fully dressed up like Tin Schafer and ask her, uh, like, so, about this Grim Fandango, what's going on with this? Fully does have Sully cosplay, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. So, that's how we do it. We <laughs> young Sully it up in here. All right, everybody. Hey, guys. Hey, friends. Hey, pals. Hey, pals. hey. Buddies. Hey. Time to talk about Microsoft. What Microsoft um, do? Uh, Monsieur and Madame Microsoft announced a Call of Duty. We're all very excited about this. It's gonna including uh, grenades and jetpacks. Seriously, no, 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 no. You misread that. It's well. It also, I mean, it does have grenades, comma jetpacks, but it has grenades with jetpacks. No fucking lie. You have grenades that have their own little baby jetpacks that go flying around chasing people. That's exciting. <laughs> Which is actually, if you're going to include anything new and stupid in uh, New Call of Duty, that's not the worst idea to have. Man, I feel bad for anybody whose job it is at Call of Duty, at like any of the Call of Duty teams, to be the innovator. Well, What's this, be this, is the, this is the one time they've actually, this is the Advanced Warfighter, or whatever the fuck they're calling it. And sure. so this is the first game that've actually all the Call of Duty games have always taken place a couple years in the future to excuse some of the more kind of like ridiculous like holographic technology they use on some of the guns. This is the first yeah. one that they've come out with which explicitly takes place. I think it takes whatever like you it's 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 very Titanfall in that you actually have jetpacks and you're actually kind of flying around and you have like 
Uh, instead of having multiple grenades, you have one grenade that you can digitally switch through different uses. And one of the uses is, yeah, you click on the grenade, throw it, and it flies around chasing people. So it's more right. science fiction-y. It actually, it's near future science fiction-y stuff. But yeah, but okay. it's still fucking Call of Duty, so it gives a shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, wait, hold on. I clicked the Q name. Man, so Giant Bomb kicking our ass. We were going to try to take down Giant Bomb because they're having their E3 wrap-up tonight, too, right now as we're recording this. Even I kind of wish I was watching that instead. Uh, wait, you should have told me that you wanted to blow this off for Giant Bomb. Uh, Annie, guess what? They do, like, literally every week of E3, about 40 hours of streaming. I can take one Jesus hour Jesus Christ. Off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They are right. talking to the McElroy brothers right now, though, so that, that should actually oh, be kind of funny. Oh, man. Okay, so was it for Ubisoft? I want, The only one of these that I watched was a little bit of the Ubisoft presser and the Sony presser. Yeah, because you were at work, right? And I was at work. Yeah. And Monday, Mondays are our big reporting day, so from 7 in the morning to about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I was in wall-to-wall meetings yeah. or preparation for a meeting. And that's when all so this like, stuff happened was on Monday, yeah. I only got to watch the Ubisoft one, which was great because I watched it on Polygon, prefaced by Justin Griffin McElroy and Ben Kachura. And I learned that Ben Kachura comes off as the most fedora doffing, milady douchebag possible. <laughs> I've never seen him in live footage. Oh What's God. he? Because that's the stereotype of Ben Kachura being well meaning but insufferable douchebag. By the way, I'm in. Yeah. I'm an idiot because it's not like I'm an eloquent, presentable person either. So anyway, hey, my point is, the McElroy brothers are adorable. Listen to Mabim so Bam, your point is fuck, fuck Ben Kachera, though? Uh, Yay, McElroy's fuck Kachera. Let me put it this way. I love the McElroy's so much, but I stopped watching because I couldn't handle Ben Kachera. Oh, you, you, you mean you stopped watching Polygon stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, just the, their E3 coverage in particular. I'd be like, oh boy, the Macroys. Okay. This is not interesting. You know what is interesting? Forza Horizon 2, which takes place <laughs> in an open world Italy, racing in the Alps? Question mark, says Bill, <laughs> September 30th. I did kind of, I wrote all these notes to stream of consciousness while the press releases were going on, and, and, and I never went back to flesh them out, so Annie's just reading them raw, so it's going to be a little... <laughs> But yeah, okay, so Forza 2 is cross-platform, which is weird because you'd think Microsoft would be trying to get everyone to get on the Xbox One thing, but no, there's going to be a 360 version, and it takes place in southern Italy, which, or southern uh, Europe, which, it's, you have a game called Forza, it's going to take place in fucking Italy, if you're calling it uh, southern Europe. Um, it's a Forza. But yeah, no, that's their open world racing game, it's not just like, you're racing around in circles on a single track, like normal, like, you know, it's not like trying to be their uh, Gran Turismo. And the first Forza sure. game was really fun because you like driving across deserts and shit like that, and like the sun setting. There's like a 24 hour like day night cycle, and it's like just really pretty, right, Annie? Yeah. Uh, yes, I also enjoyed watching you play the Forza game for about five minutes before I lost interest because it's a driving game. No, you what? That was that was Forza Five. That was the crappy one. This should be the good one. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> So what else? Does, do Bill, do any of the cars fuck the other cars? I'm tr- I'm, I keep writing letters and they don't listen to me. <laughs> what kind of romance arcs and are they keep on complaining. It's so much. It, it takes so much extra time and budget to uh, sculpt a car vagina. This is true. Yeah. This is true. It, what, do you want the Lego movie game? Guess what? What, fully? Emmett can't build the special things in the Lego game because he's not a master builder. <laughs> 
So you have to find instructions for him. That's, that's actually really cute. Mechanic. So he goes, Foley, while we were recording this podcast about games of the future, is playing the licensed Lego movie game. <laughs> <laughs> so she's wonderful. She's living life to the fullest. Aww. All right, friends, Forza Horizon 2, whatever. More importantly, let's talk about the sausage parade that is Assassin's Creed Unity. Next gen only, four player campaign co op, October 28th. The big scandal this week has been that Ubisoft said that they could not create female characters because it would double the resources required to make the pr- Which, uh, that's an agent model. excuse. This is not the first time anyone said that, but it's still fucking douchebaggery. Yeah. Well, you know what the real reason is? What uh, someone else, I think it was actually Justin It was Justin, which actually this excuse does make sense. And he was, Where he, was like, he was saying it was when, yeah weird that they did not, this, this was not their default answer, but yeah. It's almost like sometimes game developers aren't, you know, PR. I know. Spouting. Sometimes they're just dudes who program the games. Yeah. But uh, anyway, or design the games, excuse me. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so Just McElroy pointed out that when you are playing co op, you are the male protagonist and you perceive the other people as these other assassins and they. In their game, are the protagonist, and they perceive. So Which is kind from of a that unique aspect, way to, uh, to, although, are you just randomly hooking up with people who just happen to be hitting that campaign uh, uh, mission at the same time? So you're never, you're not like going unless you like intentionally sit down with friends and say, okay, we're going to start with this campaign mission and go through this chunk of the game together. I guess you're randomly just kind of hooking up with different people as you go through each campaign mission. See, as much as I think that is a cool idea, like campaign co-op for Assassin's Creed, I think that is a cool idea. I will never ever do it. So this is all very abstract to me. Campaign multiplayer makes more sense, like in, in like a first-person shooter, where, uh, well, this game, like, where everything is, you have to have really smart co-op partners so they don't set yeah. off enemies. You know, you have to play through. So you have to. This is a gameplay situation where you really have to trust the people you're playing with. Otherwise, you're yeah. gonna want to strangle their asses. If you got pissed off playing New Super Mario Brothers with people who can uh, keep from falling into the fucking pits. This is not for you, because you're going to want to fucking eat their fucking well, faces off. That's the nature of collaborative co-op. But especially this, because like I said, because like the stealth, and you got to be very careful about sneaking past enemies. And if if you're playing with one Bill Mudrin, who just doesn't give a fuck, and it's just like farting around and shit like that, he's going to keep he's gonna keep on ruining your missions. So Or you can use that in your advantage, and the douchebag who just charges in like a bull in a china shop distracts well, the enemies while you go well, do Well, and thing. there's another thing about it. The, they said the Assassin's Creed thing... For Assassin's Creed Unity, they changed it so uh, the, the 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 how you like it's not so strict about how you lose. Uh, how, like just because you uh, fuck up and alert somebody, that's not going to automatically end the mission. Like it's supposed right. to be more open ended about like the fail states of different missions, and supposed it's supposed to be a lot more uh, lax and more fun that way. Where yeah, just because you fuck up this one thing doesn't necessarily mean you can't come around and like come up with some kind of new idea on the spot about how to tackle some guy or get rid of this guy over here or do something. Ah, we'll see. Um, I know it's dumb, but being cynical about representation of females in Assassin's Creed t- game is hard for me to get indignant about because it's been literally the theme of Assassin's Creed since game one. Yeah. So, and I'm mad at uh, uh, the uh, last the uh, Black Flag because it made me excited about Assassin's Creed again. Yeah. So, well, in summation, the the, the, the whole uh, the whole lack of playable female characters is extra weird because I already had one. Yeah. And you think, if anything, I know it's this, like, supposedly this is supposed to be, like, a whole new Assassin's Creed engine and stuff like that. But you think you can at least port over some of the, just even some of the basic animation assets for What's-Her-Face or something. Dude, just, 
At the end of the day, game programming is weird and a dark art that I don't understand, so I won't presume to tell others how to do their job, but I can, as a consumer, just say it is bullshit. But there's so many people working on it. That's the thing where they brag about how many people, uh, how much money they're spending on these games backfires against them. Because if if they have that many people working on the game, spending that much money, there's no reason why they can't set aside... Uh, 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 a small check and change to... If you have nine teams, which one is the broad squad? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm well, just saying. And the alarming thing for me with two, with the, like, if these are brand new engines and this is a whole brand new console cycle, this is one of those things where if you don't, if, if you don't have playable female characters from the start, especially when you're kind of restarting a series like this, there is less incentive with every game as, as, as every installment comes in to include that as a new thing. It just kind of becomes the new stand... I don't know. It's... Don't worry, Bill. They said in their release, their their press release apology, that they can't wait for us to encounter all the strong female characters in this story. Which in Assassin's Creed games are always like the the pro, the brothel matron. They use the... the phrase "strong female characters." That was uh... the best part. I can't wait for you to see all the tough chicks you can put your dick in. It's gonna be amazing. All right, everybody. Hey, what's next? Monkey pants. A uh, super nice graphic design and animation in Sunset Overdrive, coming out October 28th. I watched the trailer for this. I was really excited that we're finally going to get a game with a playable Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I never thought about that before. You were not wrong. I like that. You know what? Aside from uh, however the game plays, I just really like the, uh, the graphics and art style. Uh, there was something, somebody had posted a bunch of environmental assets from the game on Tumblr, just like little pictures of just... Oh, it looks like a beautiful game. Yeah, and these were just like like garbage cans and like little food carts and stuff, just not even as part of the background, but just like just showing off the assets like in a blank void. And just like, it's, it's almost kind of cartoony, almost kind of like God, uh, gorillas, you yeah. know, like the old, like the, uh, the, the, was it Jamie Hewlett? Uh, art style yeah. with kind of the big clumpy yeah, the, feet and stuff like that and kind of cartoony animation and everything like that. So. The art direction looks fun. Yeah. You know, it does. I just don't want to kill zombies in a city where everyone is mutated because of a sports drink. Yeah, it's funny because like the, the beginning of the trailer was all like, yeah, this is a whole new kind of gameplay experience. We're so bad and so, we're so irreverent and crazy and then, yeah, we're just fighting monsters and zombies again. Just It, it just seems like the, the fact that you're jet grind radio around the world is that's that's combining that with gunplay yeah. is kind of the new thing but yeah we'll see if it actually plays any good but yeah it looks pretty and that's one it of the rare ex- uh, xbox exclusives that you got out there too so i really do like any game that doesn't go for the you know desaturated dusty grim dark so more power to them i retract my sass i don't want to play it yeah. But that's okay. I don't own an Xbox. That's all good. It doesn't matter. It looks good. I hope you have fun playing it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> did you know that there is a bonkers, says Bill, four-player Dead Rising 3 slash Street Fighter Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition DX Plus Alpha DLC available now? Yes. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I said that one in breath. What the hell? <laughs> that is its title. Murder. Look up the trailer. It's actually pretty goddamn cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Dead Rising 3, which is this... I don't think Dead Rising games have ever had co-op before, but this is a brand new uh, DLC that lets you play... F- uh, four-player co-op seems to be a theme. Uh, the the one, the one Of course, the major theme of this year's E3 is everything not coming out until next year, 2016. The other thing seems to be four-player co-op. So this lets you actually have four-player co-op. Everyone is playing as a different hero from the past. Uh, mm-hmm. as, uh, uh, Dead Rising games. But this one, yeah, you... you uh, 
the whole theme of this DLC, aside from four-player co-op, is everyone is dressing up and fighting people from Street Fighter games. Uh-huh. And, like, the biggest, goofiest, cartooniest way possible. So you've got, like, uh, you know, your big masculine uh, player character dressed up as, like, Chun-Li, doing Chun-Li moves like fighting zombies and stuff. The trailer looked yeah. very cute. Again, who knows if yeah. the gameplay's any good, but it looked very cute from the trailer. And it's also by Capcom, and this is the rare chance to see Capcom actually kind of being self-effacing about how ridiculous all their Street Fighter shit is. So. Yeah! Ah, this seems goddamn cute. Also, Conley, if you're still watching, yes, Google Hangouts did change the format again. Uh, these questions are the same as the comments. We like, yeah, this we're doing a Q and A thing on the Google Hangout as we're recording, and uh, some of our viewers seem to be kind of confused. But we can see your comments. Yeah, this really the whole reason why we're doing this Q and A thing as opposed to the comments feed is the comments feed we cannot see. Yeah, Q and A really actually pops easily. up as we're recording. Yeah, the Q like the old comments system, we actually have to click back to another screen just to see. Yeah, uh, people's comments. Basically, we're lazy, and I want to go pack for my trip. I'm already done with this emotionally. Let's continue. Oh, speaking of Legos, check <laughs> this shit out. Oh, sorry for the people listening at home, but oh, I got Ghostbusters car. Toot toot. Look, Ghostbusters. Got the Ghostbusters. What is it? Is it Legos? Yeah, it's a Legos. It's Legos. Yeah, Legos. Woo! Bill. So we were gonna record this last night, and we had I had to stop because I had to go run errands for um. For doing uh, uh, our, for our trip, Charlie looks like so a we, midget. We got you a present, Bill. Oh no! What are you doing? You, we got you. What the hell is that? We got you a Mixel pack. Oh! Wait, where'd you get Mixel the Mixel monster? Uh, so we were out running errands. We were by a Toys R Us. Oh, thank you guys so much. That Mixel stuff looks so goddamn cute. So we are literally so more excited about Legos than we are E3 right now during our E3 special. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Hey everybody, what else happened at E3 that Microsoft said? Well, Microsoft said that Fable Legends, yes, the four-player co-op game, also a villainous fifth player can be a evil DM, will come out in 2015. Yeah. So, uh, um, it's another Fable game. It looks I, terrible. The graphics look butt funky. It looks like it looks like an early generation 360 game, which I, means to say it looks like a Fable game. I was gonna say I think it just looks like a Fable game. I'm, uh, you know what? I'm just I, we we I, we have talked about this many times in the podcast. That Bill and I are assholes who actually care, care about Fable lore, and therefore we will forever be heart- brokenhearted by. Yeah, I do not give everything. a fuck about a multiplayer Fable game. Everything in the Fable franchise that is not Fable 2 will break our heart. Unless unless the playable uh, Dungeon Master character is, what's her face? Hammer or Teresa? Teresa, yeah, that would kind of make sense. If she's like an all-powerful, all-seeing character who's kind of like fucking up the other players, that would totally make sense. If you play as Hammer? Man. No, but the funnest thing about Fable is being able to make your own characters and all your costumes. I can see, like, making playable characters, like, customizing could be fun, too. Who knows? This game still has a year to come out. Maybe it could be cool, but, um... Well, just because it doesn't have Peter Peter Molyneux, that's not necessarily a drawback, because Fable 3 was made by Peter Molyneux. That game sucked, so who knows? Who the fuck knows? Um, but yeah, no, it's it's weird because, like... Like I said, it's 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 uh, when you're playing as the dungeon master character, it almost seems seems like it turns the game into a tower defense game. Except the people that you're de- uh, you're defending your tower against are like live characters, which is interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. favor. I'm actually kind of glad it's not a fable game that I don't care about because again, don't own an Xbox One, so everything's coming up, Annie. Yeah. Halo Master Chief Collection contains all the multiplayer maps from all the old games, and it comes out November 11th. So this is just interesting because 
This actually, of all the video games that have ever come out in the last decade, this seems to be the only game that kind of rivals the Orange Box in terms yeah. of sheer amount of shit on there. Because this is, this is was it, four? Yeah, it's the first four Master Chief games. That's a lot of stuff. And it includes yeah, all the multiplayer that, maps. Yeah, I was going to say over 100 multiplayer maps. That's I mean, pretty damn good. If you still like fucking Halo shit, this is, this is fucking Christmas. But if you're like the vast majority of people, you probably don't give a shit. But what's your sticker say, Annie? This says, hi, Sid, Papa loves you. Oh, okay. Yeah, Foley. Sid is watching. She says, hi, Foley. Yes. That's what's happening right now. We're very distracted and high energy because of our vacation, so <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah, Annie, I can't believe Annie is sacrificing time for a vacation to talk about you. Hey, everybody. Cuphead 2015, Bill says evocatively. I should have made you Google Cuphead before we started recording. Let Annie, in fact, Cuphead. actually right now. Yeah, Google Cuphead. I mean, Are it's a pretty specific thing. This? It's not going to be like a porn thing. Look at that shit. Are you kidding me? People with at this? home, if you're listening to this and you have not seen Cuphead, just Google it. Who again? We don't know if the game's going to be any good. Foley, gonna... look at this. Are yeah. you looking at this? Uh-huh. So this looks like. <laughs> oh god. This looks like early animation. Yeah, like that, that's down like to... early Fleischer Brothers. Like yeah. down to the backgrounds. Oh, wow. Whoever's doing it is doing a very good job. Wow. As someone who created like in frame counters, the Moon Nazis, cool. I salute these motherfuckers. Wow. So this came up. This came up. Uh, 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 Microsoft just had a sizzle reel of some of the uh, indie games that they're going to comp- uh, have in the next year, and literally they only showed five seconds of Cuphead gameplay during the middle of this, and just mm-hmm. enough that like it caught everyone's attention because like it, it, no one was really caring about half of these indie games because also half of these games have come out on other platforms. But Cuphead was the one thing everyone watching home was like the fuck is cuphead because it, yeah. it didn't look like a game it looked like a cartoon and yeah so this i don't know who the hell's making that game but i'll White buy Bill. it just to... it's being made by studio mdhr yeah. I, yeah I love that studio they they, <laughs> they also make make my favorite party cups yeah, yeah. cuphead yeah uh-huh. cuphead is my transistor is all i'm saying <laughs> Meh. Okay. Oh, that's I Annie's, Annie's, last night. Annie's two-star review of Transistor right there, huh? Uh, Scintillating I, we, story, right? Anyway, so, continuing. It's not like Gen Z is Witcher watching us. Witcher 3. Wait, what game? Witcher 3. Yeah, tell me about notes it. Notes Bill equals Far Cry 3 plus Hunting Griffins, question mark, February 24th, 2015. I've already pre-ordered this $100 special edition. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad to hear it. <laughs> I still have my blind buy $100 special edition for The Witcher 2, and I only played about an hour and a half of The Witcher 2. Oh. I played more than an hour and a half. Maybe it was like three hours, but I remember I got stuck on the first major boss battle. I never got past it. No, but Witcher 3, yeah. No, the, the big thing they're saying about The Witcher 3 is this game's open open world, and people are specifically uh, comparing it to Skyrim. Well, just because it's multiplayer, or not multiplayer, but open world you know, medieval yeah. bullshit. And you're hunting monsters and stuff like that. And yeah, the one gameplay thing they did show in, in at E3 was you are playing... What's the main character's name? Gerald? Oh, Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, so I believe that yeah is it's name. just him fighting... Is it with a T? Yeah, I think Ger- so. Gerald. Yeah, he's fighting a griffin and he cuts off its head and he goes to take it to, to like sell the, the head at some town or something like Gerald. that. But looks pretty. Looks cool. I don't know. More Witcher. More Witcher, and unexpectedly, Crackdown Three Xbox exclusive oh. multiplayer campaign, God. Red Faction style destruction question mark rumored 2016 release date. So you never play Crackdown at all? We I 
I played it with you when we lived together, Bill. What did Do you, you remember playing Crackdown with me, your friend Annie? Did we have fun? We had a lot of fun playing Crackdown, Bill. That's we collected all the orbs. Uh, no, I like I enjoyed Crackdown. Okay. And but it was just like it was not it was it was something again that I enjoyed for about fifteen minutes and then Well technically I enjoyed this... Crackdown more when it was called Saints Row Four. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna. So, yeah, Saints Row Row is really kind of the major competition with this. Well, this yeah, it's rumored not, not to even be, this. This is actually supposed to, yeah supposed to be a 2016 title, and it's weird. Uh, it looks like at least in this trailer, which was all kind of pre-rendered, well not pre-rendered, but it was definitely this is one of the many trailers that came out that that, that had a little thing at the beginning saying this is conceptual alpha footage. So they're not even yeah. pretending it was in-game stuff. But yeah, it seems like the focus of the, this game is. Uh, it's destructible environments because it's about yeah. uh, two dudes trying to take down like this office tower building, and you're actually mm -hmm. just destroying the tower just like you would in yeah Red Faction, which everyone was saying yeah. like if you had a, like uh, I was THQ published both games but they were not made by the same studio I don't think, but everyone was talking about man if you could take like Red Faction destructibility and put it in a kind of game like Crackdown that'd be the that'd be perfect yeah. and if they could actually pull that off for Crackdown three that'd be fantastic but we'll yeah. see that game's two years away that game could be completely fucking different who the fuck knows it's gonna be a visual novel that's Andy's prediction <laughs> putting that in ink all right everybody thank you Jean Ralphio that's that... gonna be the support <laughs> that was Microsoft my sister's a horrible person so in other news, other news. EA uh, announced a whole bunch of sports games that Bill did not even note in passing. Wait, who did? Yeah, they talked mostly about sports what games. What fucking sports games do you care about? That There's I like omitted. some fucking golf game that like has fantasy courses now. Did, it looks like fucking yeah, hot Yeah, did they shots. do some like FIFA shit. shit too? Probably. Hey, guess what? Hey, uh, who's our English listeners? FIFA. Guess what? Sport. Guess what? <laughs> Football. Sport. Football. Apparently there's some sort of World Cup going on, yeah, or something. I don't know. Do you, anyway, EA. Are we gonna do live commentary for the World Cup? Game on. It's it's gonna be just as insightful as our gaming commentary. Can we just pick the two random this, Quidditch teams and swap out the names this, of the actual countries for the Quidditch teams? How does this game work? Hold on, let me Wikipedia it. No, you're wrong. Hey, EA. Mm. EA said Star Wars Battlefront. Guys pillaging Lucasfilm archives. Yeah. Bill says humorously. Man, you know what? 2015. I, just I just realized if this year was the year of E3, just where everything was was just punted to 2015. Next year is going to be the year of nothing but everyone just announcing Star Wars games. That's gonna. Yep. I just realized that with with the new movie coming out next next Christmas. Oh man, that's gonna be yep. rough. Uh, but yeah. So the only Star Wars and uh, related stuff was. Yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. Which did, have you ever heard of the uh, Battlefront games or played them at all? It's yeah. it's the war games. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah, they're just coming out with a new one, and uh, rather than showing off any footage, they should show the Battlefront team just uh, yeah, just going through the Lucasfilm archives for research stuff. Which is funny because um, Amy Hennig just tweeted the other day that she had just gotten back uh, from a research reconnaissance mission to the Lucasfilm archives. Yeah. So pretty good. Star Wars. <sighs> More importantly, they talked about Dragon Age Inquisition, dragon slaying footage, and party member trailer coming out October 7th. So, was that... I saw people trying to figure out, like... It's funny, because I was watching uh, the EA conference with the Giant Bomb guys, and the Giant Bomb guys know as much about uh, Dragon Age as I do, and they were like, is that... There's a character everyone likes called Morgan. 
Is that supposed to be Morgan? She's supposed to be, is that her? She's we got to see a glimpse of Morgan, Cassandra, and Varric in this trailer, but the focus was my future boyfriend, the Iron Bull. Okay. Sarah, a Dalish elf. I'm assuming she's Dalish. I don't know. Maybe she's a city elf. I don't know. And who else did they talk about? They talked about Blackwall, possibly also my future boyfriend, a Grey Warden. They talked about Vivian, who is some sort of Orlesian mage. All sorts of things that Bill is personally and emotionally attached to. Aside from uh, Morgan? Oh, excuse me. Foley points out that she's from the Deventer. Excuse me. Are these all new characters? Which makes her a royal bitch, probably. Yeah, she's probably going to be... That's like, they're like the big bad mages. Have they announced what kind of gameplay this game's supposed to have? Like, if it's supposed to be more open world or what's going on? Or Yeah, they've shown trailers. They've said there's one environment in the game that, yeah, it's all big explorer. You can climb mountains and do all that shit. Okay. And there is literally one map in the game that's bigger than all of Dragon Age Origins combined. Yeah, because that seems to be the thing they have to lean on is trying to t- explain to people, like, no, it's not going to be as, as environmentally recycled as the last game. And yeah. that kind of conversation does and interest me because I like dragons. Well, the only gameplay video they showed, though, was just, like, there was no talking or anything like that, so you can't see what conversations are like. Just fighting a dragon, and you can see that you could lock onto its, like, front leg and just beat it up. Well, Bill, they're not going to show dialogue trees. You think as as much as people love this shit, maybe not at E3 at the big press conference. They showed a glimmer of it. They showed, like, there was a gameplay thing that they did with, like, on Twitch stream or whatever, and they showed, like, a dialogue option thing, but they're not going to focus on that shit because people don't care. People want to say, um, excuse me, I want to have a strategic view. I want to be able to pause combat and do things that I like with things. They don't want to see the romancing or the dialogue or anything like that. That is not a sexy feature. I'm just saying, I call this shit D-R-A-G-G-I-N apostrophe age. You're very funny, Bill. Waga, waga, waga. How long have you been working on that joke, Bill? I just came up with it now. This is pretty good. Um, uh, Yes, Conley. Liliana was in the trailer, too. That is correct. There were technically two trailers released. There was one during the Microsoft conference that had the male Inquisitor voice. There was one during the the EA um, uh, conference that had the female Inquisitor voice. So it was cool that they were showing that sort of equal thing. It's pretty good. On oh, Twitter. she was a hunky, she was a hunky, uh, uh, she was Well, there, yeah, well, no, that was on the Twitch stream. On the oh. Twitch stream, they showed an Inquisitor that was a female Kunari. My favorite response to the to Dragon Age news was filthy about on Twitter. As soon as they started showing the Dragon Age stuff, he tweets, I did not expect the Dragon Age Inquisition. And that made me laugh way harder than it should have. Yes. <laughs> It was much harder than it was The way you typed it, it was so so sublime. It was perfect. It was great. It I was really the... like you describing this tweet. You His saw Twitter this. delivery is immaculate. He is the Bob Hope. No, not even the Bob Hope. Who's the guy who did Newhart? He's the Newhart of Bob Newhart of Twitter. <laughs> you don't have to hear hey, the other everybody. side of the conversation. You just hear hey, this. Do you know what else EA said? Get what EA else they said? They said they're making a Mass Effect. Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) They showed conceptual footage of a new Mass Effect, and they said that it will be a totally different, like, a different time, a different place. They showed, like, a rock. Like, seriously, it was like like an open field with, like, a rock in the middle of it saying, this is, (laughs) we're working on Mass Effect. two rocks, they showed an armor, and they showed a shouting Krogan. What else do you need, my friend? They have not come out with any more details about, as about the when when this game is supposed to take place or anything like that. No, that's no. really they, that's they all said, we know is that there's a rock and a screaming Krogan. 
Oh, Bill. They just said that they're working, they're, um, they're, I think their Montreal team, Conley can chime in and correct me here, their Montreal team is working on a new Dragon Age game, or excuse me, Mass Effect game. Oh, yeah? While the Edmonton team is currently working on new IP, which apparently is, they said, is a more contemporary context. So, we'll see. We'll okay. see what the future brings Oh, that's right, they did Bioware. say that, which actually, uh, Dragon Age, or uh, Bioware actually working on a quote-unquote contemporary role-playing game would be interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna It'll be, be gritty earthbound, but I can live that. They're working on Shenmue Four. <laughs> Don't even joke. Actually, I'd skin. Well, they already did. Don't they? What was the kung fu game they did do that everyone hated? Jade Empire. Yeah, maybe it's Jade Empire. Just takes place from modern day. Oh, that'd be go, awesome. Though. We actually go to like like actual modern day China. Oh, oh man. Now I'm actually excited for this version of their contemporary Your fan game fiction? that doesn't actually exist. Yes. Yeah, fuck. I'm also excited for your fan fiction game, Bill. Imagine, In the, other news, imagine the conversation trees you could have with, like, the ticket lady. According to Bill... At the air, airplane. Bill says, open quote, Mirror's Edge 2 looks just like Mirror's Edge 1 so far. No date. Close quote. <laughs> it does! They had, like, they literally talked about Mirror's Edge 2 for about two seconds, and Mirror's everything Edge they showed, 2. it literally looked like... If 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 they had not said Mirror's Edge two, it looked like they, some kind of footage they could have released from Mirror's Edge one like five years ago. It was really confusing. Well, you know, that world and that design was so deliberately without color and like simplified that I could see how that'd be hard to like iterate on in a way that looks distinctive well, and new. I also wonder if it's just still early enough on that game that maybe they're just using kind of like Mirror's one as or Mirror's Edge one assets for just like kind of like because they they were just showing a little, little bit of the. Uh, uh, the combat. No, you, they didn't show you actually using guns, but it was, it, again, you were kung fuing guys and disarming them and stuff. But yeah, you were on a rooftop, but everything's all white in color, which, it's that's fine. I'm, I'm fine if, if Mirror's Edge 2 just looks like a more detailed version of Mirror's Edge 1 with, like, you know, very bright colors and stuff like that. But it's just, it really did not look any different from the first game, just from that one little thing. What do you expect from, like, a 15-minute teaser as oh, a sequel? Oh, you expect, you think they're going to come out and actually show footage of their new game and would at least look, like, visually identifiably different from the, the you know, it's, 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 it's People like... People don't want different, dude. They yeah. want, if I, if I don't play the desaturated man shoot, I want to see more desaturated man shoot. Oh, okay. I'm just what? saying. They tried different with Dragon Age 2, and that's going to work out for them. I'm not sure it's him. Yeah. You so, bitches want more of the same? Here's more of the same in other news. Legit, literally just cut and pasted from uh, the, the previous game, you yeah. know. I love that. I actually watched the Ubisoft conference, and Bill noted the only thing that I missed because I was in the bathroom. And it's the only part of the conference that I actually would have wanted this? to see. I missed this one part because oh. I had to go. Or no, it was I was at work, and someone interrupted me with a question, so I looked away. Um, work, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, they showed a little trailer for Valiant Hearts, which is their World War One game. Well, it seems I, like you're you playing know, as a. Are you playing as the dog, or is the dog just the dog a is one of the the dog is one of the playable characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I. You know what? Watching that trailer, I felt for the first time really kind of weird about Valiant Hearts. I don't I know. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's always a thing with war games that are kind of inherently disrespectful. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, there's something about it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm really excited about it. The art direction looks beautiful, and I love World War One and all that. Well, the trailer I love the was very specifically engine. had a lot of footage of, like, great, like freshly dug graves of World War One yeah. people having just died. And it's, it's... Yeah. Imagine if they made a game like about, like that about, like, Vietnam, like... 
a, like a couple decades from now. It'd be like a little weird where, oh, it's Joe from Minnesota. He's gonna die in this game, but his special his his player class is that he's got a magical light that lights the way, or you know, it's it's a little. Yeah, I mean, wow. you can make the argument that at least they're trying to show the ramification, like the reality of that experience, as opposed to just some sort of glorified gung ho sort of, yeah. you know. But I don't know. Weird. I feel I feel a little weird about it. Even as I'm gonna buy it day one and it looks beautiful and I'll probably really enjoy it, there's a part of me that felt like just it's just a little disrespectful. Especially in a game that. like that where like the narrator is a dog. It just seemed a little. Yeah, I don't know. Seems, anyway. seemed a little seemed, seemed a little Kingdom Hearts. That's my insightful commentary about a game I'm really excited about. <laughs> I'm a kind anyway. of confused shrug of. Eh? Uh, Sony. Yay! The another one that I actually watched. Um, Destiny has an alpha this week. And by alpha, it's just going to be like you. If you register, you can actually play some of the bit of uh, the multiplayer demo. That, that, so be it's not a beta; it's an alpha. It's it's if it's if it's being released to the public, there's no way it could actually be an alpha. It's just their way of saying this is what you can play before the whatever what they call the beta comes out a couple weeks before the game. It's just it's just industry fucking bullshit. But it's it's a multiplayer demo that's going to go on for three days this weekend. Okay, yeah, so right. I registered for it. I'm not very excited about that game just because <sighs> nothing about the game seems really interesting. But I did register. I'm kind of curious to see what it, what it plays like and. and in the flesh, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, Sony talked about a special team of graduates from various gaming programs that uh, were given a game to develop, and it is called Entwined. Fish and Bird Meets Res, notes Bill, available now for $10. And fish and Bird being a. Well, Fish and Bird, that's an old. That's an old story just about, like, how lovers can't get together. It's like one person's a fish and one's a bird, and they can't ever You can just say Ladyhawk, Bill. I'll Lady understand Hawk. it. Uh, Entwined already has a better soundtrack than, than Ladyhawk. I'm, I'm disconnecting right now. But <laughs> that, was the one, that was one of the few things at, the, at, the, 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 at any of the press conferences where they were like, now it's available right now. And it, no one clapped. It was kind of a little bit embarrassing, and it didn't seem like anyone gave a shit, but... Whatever. Entwined. Oh, Bill. What? Oh, Billy. I'm just reporting In- live. Annie, I'm just telling you what I saw live on the show floor while sitting next to Jeff Gershman. <laughs> uh, Conley says that she thinks Destiny looks like a lot of fun. She registered for the Alpha. Okay, so. well then we can play together. That's Conley. right. Well, maybe she doesn't want to play with you, you negative Nelly. Conley and her giant Here's hook why hands. This game looks dumb. I, Conley, I don't like it. Conley says that because she's got those giant hooks for hands, and so she needs to use her special controllers, and so she has to really be hopeful about everything being fun because Bill, so little you know life can really be fun funny when you've got giant hooks, hooks for hands. Making fun of disabled people. That's really funny, Did though. you see Hugh Jackman uh, as dressed up as Blackbeard for the Pan movie? No. He shaved his head, and he's got a little goatee. Yeah. It's cute. He looks like he actually looks a little bit like Kip, which is kind of extra confusing. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor hey there. Everybody, Sony also talked about the next phase of their girl DLC, Infamous First Light. Play as an electric lady. Notes Bill, August fourth. So you get to play as Fetch from Infamous Second. Son. Oh, so she's a pre-existing character. Yeah. Oh. Okay. She's in. She's a secondary character in Infamous. Her character name is Fetch. Yep. Oh, that's that's a video game name. Ain't though. I don't She's voiced by Laura Bailey, and therefore I am fond of her. I like. Well, I also like the fact that you can download this without actually owning the actual game. It's just like standalone. Yeah, it's DLC, standalone which, DLC. I might. Well, you said you bought the Infamous, right? Yeah. 
I might have to borrow that. Yeah. You know what? It's we a fun look. We need to take advantage of the fact that Sony lets us trade games. We were, so, we were so worried about this exactly a year ago. The last E3 was worrying whether or not we'd be able to, uh, you know, sell used games or borrow games. We need to take advantage of that. Yes. The end. That's the end. That's my Crispin's <laughs> Day speech about, hey, I should borrow more games off of you sometime, Manny. I like it. Okay. In, they also announced Little Big Planet 3. Now, play as different sock critters. It, ooh, and it's not developed by Media Molecule. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's not. Which, I wonder what Media Molecule is doing, because you think Tearaway did so badly for them. You'd think anything to keep those guys employed. I don't know. I just, that that's the most interesting well, thing about this for me. This looked advanced enough that I can't imagine, I mean, they probably were like, we're going to put, we're going to do a different thing, like, a while ago. Maybe they're so. doing the Tearaway MMO. Did you see people talking about somebody suggested that the uh Grimfin uh we'll talk about that in a second. Go ahead. Uh let's see. Oh, that's going out in November. Bloodborne, Whoa. aka Project Beast, exclusive to PS4, it seems. Uh-oh. Spring 2015. Bill, here's my joke about Bloodborne. Are you ready for this? Okay. Bloodborne, more like Bloodborne. <laughs> I can't I'm not interested in this game. Any game from the Dark Souls people, I could co- I could totally empathize with people going, who gives a shit? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it's Dark Souls, you... guys. Except now it's like in a city and you have a shotgun. So You didn't put the order that they put a new Order 1885 trailer in here. Are you not excited about that game? Oh, no, we just knew that existed. Also, that yeah. got delayed to next year, so who gives a shit? That game does it look did. really pretty, though. I like chops and uniforms, that therefore is, I like this game. That's the first game that I've actually looked at and thought, okay, that actually looks like next-gen. That, that's the first time yeah. I've, like, it, looking at that, assuming the game actually does look like that when it's actually released, that's the first game that seems, like, I, I kind of got that Gears of War moment where I was like, oh, that actually looks like something that you couldn't render on a previous generation console. Yeah. 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 Just And th- even then, that's only just because everything is so nice and foggy and kind of, I don't know, yeah. kind of cryptic. I wish it, I still wish that shit wasn't cyberpunk bullshit. I, I wish it was more straight up Victorian historical stuff because like you have characters. It's supposed to be you know it takes place in the year eighteen eighty six, but you still have characters running around with like radios and shit. Just because that's 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 Bill, those are the I tropes of, your, of co-op your, shooters. Your... You're absolutely correct. I need my game in which I shoot vampires and werewolves to be as realistic as possible. Oh, but it could be more... <laughs> Bill, video games. Uh, my no. son, video uh, games. No. Hey, everybody. Do you know that there's Far Cry 4? Far starring Cry. evil villain Gay Panic. <laughs> uh, it involves... Multiplayer wingsuit helicopter elephant mountain action. Notes, Bill. November 18th. People have joked that he's he's actually just the evil twin of Buddy Cole from uh, Kids in the Hall, which is that's not wrong. <laughs> which is kind Did of a similar character, name... Gay Panic, yeah. Did you see his name is Pagan Vin or something like that? What? Pagan Vin. I swear to God, that's his name. They're trying way too hard to do the replicate did you see the the actual trailer the the, the gameplay footage they they showed at the Ubisoft or the the conference no where uh, he's yes. another psycho what, what was the name of the bad guy from the last game uh i liked Voss. no Voss was cool but the, he seems to be exactly this new guy seems to be exact same thing where he's this crazy guy with his gang of renegade thugs out in the middle of nowhere fucking up people and then you're sucked into his well circle of you know evil what and, yeah. if this game is anything like far cry 3 it will be fun in spite of its writing well did you story. see yeah so you have wing suits and you get you can trick elephants into fighting for you 
and yeah. you're like jumping off of mountaintops like in the in, yeah. in, in, in the the Nepal mountains and it's just it's it looks really gorgeous it seems like it may actually be the most that that's kind of the highlight that I'm kind of looking forward to that game more this fall than anything else well the big the big thing about Far Cry 4 which feeding frenzy 91 our dear friends notes uh, is that it has co-op so it's like a co-op game Does you can it? play with a pal yeah no did you did you not pay attention? The whole point is that in the main campaign, your friend can hop in and help with you. Did I didn't you really know not? I was sleepy. Oh, Bill. So we can both fight Gay Panic together. That's right, Bill. You and me. Annie, uh, which one of us is going to hold Gay Panic down? Which of the other one's going to hit him in the head with a, with a <laughs> stick? Anyway, Far Cry 4 is going to be beautiful. You're going to shoot things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Graham... Fend go Bill notes. <laughs> I, I figured mark. that was more appropriate for your response to, for the news about. I they did announce that Sony is working with Disney and through Disney, therefore the remnants of LucasArts games, to do a HD remake of Grim Fandango. Mm -hmm. Double Fine will be involved. It's going to be all Tim Schafer's input, and whatnot. It's going to be. I. They haven't, the most they haven't said about anything about how it looks or anything, right? Or No, they just said that it's happening. They very clearly didn't have much because they had an elaborate shroud around it. So, Oh, before we move on from Far Cry 4, real quick. Thank you, Feeding Frenzy 91, for being the actual news-providing source in this. What they announced that was really cool about um, Far Cry 4 is that if your friend wants to play with you, they don't even have to own the game. Okay, we are now... Feeding Frenzy is now... Uh, they're getting a, a producer credit on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Hannah Groff, so, she's our caterer. Um, <laughs> this really is our, like, yeah, we don't even have, we don't have fans or listeners. We just have other crew members just listening. To exactly. Um, but no, Far Cry 4, that that's, should be pretty cool. But, yeah, so no, yeah, Grim Fandango. Well, do you think you'll buy it, Annie? Because I would love to play that with you. Um, I'm not going to play it with anybody, dude. I don't like playing games with people. I don't. But what if I steal the elephant? It's funny. See, that is why I don't want to play with you, my friend. <laughs> like, I'll only start a little fire and only drive us off a cliff a couple times. Ugh. Anyway, um... Yeah, Grim Fandango. So, yeah, Grim Fandango. This is something that I never in a million years would have thought would really happen. This is one of the most important games to me. It's really hard to play because it is an early 3D PC game, and so it's very, therefore very hard to keep playable. And the fan community has done a lot to make that happen, but it's just hard to get it actually to function on a modern PC. But, so yeah, I am perfect. delighted by this. This is a huge, huge deal if you're a big old dork like me and Conley. I burst into tears. I cried so hard that Foley started crying just because I was crying. <laughs> um, I barely have the words to express the gratitude. So were you saying it's a pretty good game? It's a pretty good game. Yeah. It's one of those, I don't know, it's more, it's one of those games that hit me at a very particular moment in time, you know? Yeah. It's like saying Super Mario 3, was that a good game? It's like, yes, it's a good game, but it's also that it was a very important game in the moment of time that it came out. Mm -hmm. So, um, Grim Fandango, there's nothing like it before or since. So, I'm excited about sharing it with my wife. Man, so yes, it's it's been suggested that if they're going to... You know, because they're gonna have to build the game uh, from the ground up again. If they made it look, if they gave it like a tearaway style, like paper cutout kind of handcrafted look, yeah, look, like almost like stop uh, motion animation, three D. Like that's not what the game looks like. No, but though. I'm just not. But I'm not saying everything looks like it's made out of cardboard. Like it's like, but you know what I mean. That kind of like. 
If it, looked, if it looked like a Rankin Bill, Bass thing? You have not played the game, I've seen footage. My friend. You have seen footage. Fuck you. You've not played the game. <laughs> that it is a particular kind of 3D is a thing. And there is a moment when, when Manny... The reason why I make that face in particular is there's a moment when Manny goes to the real world. Yeah. And it has a very deliberate visual look that would be undermined by undoing the 3D. It is very important that the 3D Day of the Dead stuff looks more quote-unquote real than the um, the real stuff. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. It would look like a photorealistic, like almost like little handmade figures nope. and stuff like that. I'm saying real, dude. Real. Like an actual They're real. Like a physical skeleton walking around. No, With it's a gonna, cigarette it's head. Like, the reality of the game. All I'm saying is that if you change the artistic direction, you're changing the game at that point. And I'm just saying that there. you're being very, very uh, Ken Levine about this. I'm very confused by your vision for this. I'm not <laughs> it is quite... like saying when you when you play it, it, that is like to a nerd when they did redid they remade the Secret of Monkey Island games. They re-released those. They still kept the original mode because the original mode is the original. Oh yeah, you game. keep the skeleton. You just you just put a prettier skin on it. Yeah. But that, that prettier skin is fine for a new person who's newly coming to it, but that is not the game, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's the new thing. It, you, I want to play the game. I want to. It's like saying, well, let's just do Super Mario 3, except let's just use the, you know, fucking Smash Brothers models. It won't matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just saying, it's not... The, to change the game is no longer the game. But you have to make it look game. a little bit different, because if they just re-render it at higher resolution, it's going to look like a list CGI Listerine commercial from, like, 1992. It, that's it's a game from 1998. Bill. Yeah, but you're, you're like... gonna try to sell this to people who've never played this before. The vast majority of people who are gonna buy this game are gonna be people people have not played this before. Yeah, you have yeah. to try to make money off of this. You have to and make it appealing. And that is why, like with Secret of Monkey Island, they uh, but they this still had that Star original Wars, where you're so close to it, you can't even see. Okay. I see. No, Bill. I understand why you, as a person who's not played Grand Fandango, and I get your straw man argument that to market it to a new <laughs> consumer, it has to look like a thing. I'm just telling you that is not what I want gotta look or better. desire. It can't this. look like it did in 1992. Well, of course, asshole. No, Bill. It's gonna. They're gonna come with like a CRTV monitor to play it on. Yeah. Like they're going to glue a mouse to your hands and keep like, upset. You're getting just a, my suggestion that they make it look better. Well, no, I'm getting upset at your suggestion that they make it look different. That they go with an entirely different artistic direction. No, but I'm just saying, no, it would still look the same. Characters will look the same, but just like, but if you're gonna have, if, like, if, if you're gonna make it look like a kind of photo reel like in kind of like a little big planet kind of way where you might have realistic t- I don't know yeah either go cartoony or more realistic it's it's you kind of have to do something with that art style and I don't know Conley I don't know what points you do with out that. in the comments and I'm going to voice this comment cuz I agree the art style still looks gorgeous and holds <laughs> up shut up bill Grim Fandango is the most single most formative piece of media I've experienced in my life yeah, I'm just saying, Bill. You may as well tell me that they need to take, or I may as well tell you that they need to take out that crappy Millennium Falcon and make it look like something cool in 3D, like that's really cool and rendered that I believe a space pirate would write. Because I, you know, that little shitty little if model they made it that like Treasure pizza. Planet, where everyone's got bandanas and jetpacks. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, we're gonna continue on because Grim Fandango is gonna be amazing, and I'm gonna buy it, and I feel way too emotionally invested in it to have any conversation without it with you. You know, we've been talking about this for five minutes. And you have not tried to like hop on a bus and try to shoot my ass. Exactly. That, so that's actually that that we're making progress as friends, just even right there. 
That's right. Feeding Frenzy 91 continues to be my friend by voicing. <laughs> they really want to go old school. Have the console hook up to your chan- your cable, and you play either on channel four or three. What you was, got it, friends. For Grand Fandango, what was the thing they packed in the game to make it so that, like, uh, what was their anti-piracy measure? Uh, at the time, it was it, it it was a CD game, so it wasn't really a thing that people could copy. Oh, easily. okay, it didn't have like the. the... Do, it was it, that was okay. later than that whole thing. There was no pack-in sort of thing. Do you think they could bring? All back... right, friends, we're gonna move on. Oh, okay, I was just gonna ask if you think they could bring back voice actors or to re-record voices and like maybe higher quality or something. Then it's not. I'm not gonna have. Well, that's the thing again. Again, with this being like a 25 year old game, the 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 the, the sound samples stuff may not hold up. Man, sky. Okay, 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 okay. Exclusive to PS4? Question mark. Yes, it is. I don't know why I put a question mark. Have you seen what No Man's Sky is about? Uh, I watched the Sony presser, so I did see this. Okay, yeah, that's the procedurally generated thing. We're exploring both planets and outer space. Yeah, it looks like a neat thing. I don't know how this is a thing that they can produce, because it seems like the universe would have, like, what they're talking about, the universe would have to be so big where you can have thousands of people on the same server exploring the same universe together and, like, literally, like, thousands of planets, and I don't know, we'll see. Uh, This is who the, there's no release date for this yet. I'm still wondering if the game comes out, and it's not half the game that they're promising, but it'll be interesting to see what happens, though. It's like a four-man team, too. Yeah, it's like that's a the super confusing genuine thing. It's like, Andy, we're, we're, we could be making half of No Man's Sky right now. And also sure promising that it's going to be like... Well, and, and uh-huh. it's interesting. Well, I mean, Sony must be must have seen seen something they liked if they signed an exclusivity deal with these guys. Yeah. So, And these are also yeah. the same guys. Their shit got flooded out, like, last January. And they said, actually, all their work on the game had been destroyed. So they must be doing pretty good if they mm. managed to rebuild all that stuff in just a couple months. Uh, then during the Sony presser, there was a way too long interlude in which they talked about non-games. One of the non-games they talked about was the exclusive Powers TV show, free to PlayStation Plus members. They had Mr. Brian Michael Bendis on to chat about it at length. Hey, poor Bendis, man. That's when that 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 that, that press conference just took a fucking nosedive because that was he was on there. For, it seemed like he was on there for like ten minutes, and he had yeah, nothing I, interesting know, he, to say. Yeah, well, it's not just that. It's I, I'm excited about the Power Show too. I've read Power since issue one, um, and I've been following the development of the show for years now. So I'm excited it's finally happening. But uh, yeah, poor Bendis. When you, it's like it's like being at a dog show and being part of like the award ceremony and then having an interlude to talk about your cool cat. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Well, also, you could be... he showed up in what he what seemed to be his coolest suit, but he it kind of just made him look like the kingpin. Oh, Bill. And, like, it was, I, it was just funny because I love Bendis. I've stepped on his foot in line at movie theater shows and stuff like that. He seems like a good guy. Everyone loves Bendis. But, yeah, it was just it, it was kind of just a bad venue for that. I did not envy did him. They, that, have that they moment. announced, like, who's going to be in the show? Uh, they said they're going to start talking about stuff soon. They should there because was... if the show's supposed to start, they said December it's supposed to start airing. Yeah. So they got to get I think, sh- yeah, they're talking about how it's going to start shooting, like, in a month. Yeah. So. Um, I'm confused a little bit because there has there was already a a pilot for the Powers TV show. It was originally going to be on FX, and FX had it in development for years. And I I presume that's not the same. It's not the same crew or anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know anything. So anyway, I will watch it for free. Uh, Um, uh, Feeding Frenzy ninety one says No Man's Sky had dinosaurs. That's all I need. And then Conley Smith says Bill, nope. We really don't have to read 
every comment. I'm saying if we the effort to set up the Q&A, these people are watching us. We could actually interact with them. Keep in mind, friends, that any comment you make, Bill will read in its entirety. Bill, go ahead and read the next comment from Feeding Frenzy. Feeding Frenzy 91. 91 says, Bill, you are so sexy. Your nipples must taste like candy. I love you. <laughs> no, wow, uh, Feeding Frenzy 91. See, uh, Feeding Frenzy says, what are you talking about? That was some go to the kitchen and make some food time. Good thing Sony was considerate and that would get hungry. LOL. That's not See, true. It, it, I mean, that, I mean that, 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 that's not wrong. For like a two-hour two uh, uh, press event, it's nice, to, yeah, to program in the middle, like, a good half hour of shit that does not matter to anybody. They did also announce, or talk a little more about, I should say, about the PlayStation TV, a product that I believe only my wife and I are in the market for. What uh, is and that? And no one else. Are you streaming... Yeah, it's basically, a, it's essentially, imagine an Apple TV, only instead of pushing information from your computers or your Apple devices, you can push information from your Vita, you can stream content from your PS4, like with remote play on the Vita, okay, you can see, also, nice, when yeah. they release this, this PlayStation Now stuff, you'll be able to play your PlayStation Now games using the PlayStation TV, using either a DualShock 4 or 3. They have not announced so what games like, are going to be out for PlayStation Now, right? They have not. Oof. Okay, yeah. So, um, they, they've just said that it's a chance for them to leverage their robust back catalog. Uh, Hannah, so. I am confused, too. I have no idea if new questions show up at the top or bottom. They seem to be doing it randomly. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was... Sorry for people listening at home who don't are part of the Q&A. This is the first time we've messed with this Q&A thing, so we're trying to figure it out ourselves for the first time. Anyway, and Bill's easily distracted like about, a dog. I was going to say, this is why I've, we should Annie, do you this can host again. next time. Annie, you can host in the future so we don't have this. Well, the thing is, is that I can see Q&A too, my friend. Oh, it, is okay, a, you okay. can, it is a button that you can unclick, Bill, oh, and so, then you won't see it anymore. Oh, so you, you know that Feeding Frenzy does not think my nipples taste like candy. I am I am on to you, my now friend. Now I'm embarrassed. Hey, they ta- they announced the release date for the Last of Us PS4 um, uh, up-res beautiful thing. Um, so when you hear me weeping, no matter where you are on the planet Earth, when you hear me weeping uncontrollably on July 29th, that is why. Unfortunately, the release date is not tomorrow, but what are you going to do? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I I don't see how they could have surprised dropped a game like this in the middle of this week. But hey, it's coming out next month. Um, it's yeah. The trailer actually had all the deal. It seems like it has all the DLC from the from the. Thing they they announced that it would have all the DLC from the game before Bill. So man, that should be because we. You, you could, we talked about this on the podcast because you were talking about how, oh, this should integrate Left Behind yeah, into the core of the game. Why, they, they, they're crazy if nope. they make Left Behind no. a standalone thing. How You oh, want to place a bet? You want to place a bet? We have talked about this. $5 I bet will, that Bill. the Left Behind DLC Bill. is just integrated into the main narrative. I bet you $50 it is not because it would break the main scenario if you put it in there. Okay, I'll take that bet. Would, $5 $50. Yeah, okay. Boy, howdy nation. You witness fifty dollars. Somebody it write that down on your wall. Yeah, we'll figure out the hard way. It would break the the How would whole it break flow the of the game. It would break the flow of the game. The whole flow of the game. It's video it games. Video up. games last twelve hours long. Few video games have a, have a flow that actually makes sense. You're right, any Bill. Sense. There is no such thing as a flow or any sort of tonal whoa, cadence whoa, whoa, whoa. of video games. No, no. Neil Druckmann himself said that it's not to be played unless the entire camp, unless the entire single player game has been played. Yeah, but Bill is proposing that they are going to put it into no. the game as part of the re-release. I'm just no, saying. and that's why Bill is going to pay me $50. I'm just 
I said in $5. two months. That's and it. I said fifty, motherfucker, because <laughs> that's how strongly I feel about okay. it. Okay, start doing some freelance. <laughs> yeah, Bill. I'm just saying, motherfucker. You're gonna want me to draw the Robocop having sex with the unicorn. I'm open for that right now. <laughs> Hey everybody, did you know that Grand Theft Auto 4 is going to be on the PS4 this fall? Yeah, you get to see that crazy guy be crazy guy in Super HD now. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a thing that happens. I'm kind of vaguely tempted because that's a really pretty oh, world. Oh wait, GTA 5. Fully don't, stop correcting me, woman. It's, it's almost like you don't care. <laughs> wait, what did you call it? GTA 4. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't notice that. I even noticed that. Nico Bellic will return to the Man, PS4. If they, I wish for a remake. If there was an option that let you just pretty much play the whole game, like, essentially, like, read, like, read the, the, the game that, like, oh, you've completed the game. Just do the run around freelance stuff. That'd be great. What game were they talking about where you'd be able to import your saves regardless of which console? Oh, yeah. That was really that was what, a baller. Was that, I think that was GTA oh, Five. Was, they were um, talking GTA about their 5. online. It was GTA Five. Yeah, yeah but that was only for the online. Yeah, you know, the GTA Online bullshit. Which oh, it was a multiplayer. Three people component. are still. But still, playing. that's that's a cool bad. thing. Yeah, exactly. That's a cool thing. Um, and it was pretty baller. They're like, yeah, you can import your sa- your characters from the PS3 or the Xbox 360. I like that. Anyway, finally, we did get to see a tiny, tiny little nothing teaser of Uncharted 4, Thief's End. I should have placed a $50 bet on this because I was completely right about this. Dude, that was a teaser trailer. Like, that is a teaser with a capital T. If you go back and actually listen to our podcast, I was saying specifically, even if they just show 30 seconds and just to show that that game exists and that's something coming out next year. Yeah. They needed to do that just to prove to people that that game is on track because... That game such got, got such a nasty reputation right now. I swear to God, they were working on that teaser a year ago. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying they needed to do something. There was nothing. Or you know what? I honestly looking at that, I'm like, is this some sort of like part of a cutscene that they rushed? Like they're like, oh, let's render this because there's not much to it visually. Though having said that, it looked beautiful and the whole thing was yeah. like, it was entirely in game, rendered on a PS4 in real time. It's weird because it's Nathan Drake waking up in the middle of the night and he's getting a, he's getting sandwich fixings out of his out of his refrigerator and he's making a big it's, dag. Wood. And then suddenly and you know, someone shoots the Dagwood and it says Sandwich Time. Uncharted 5. Wait, which Uncharted is this? It's number four, Bill. Okay, it's Uncharted 4. No, so what's it called? Like a Thief's? thief's? A, the, a Thief's End. That's a terrible subtitle. Nathan Drake comes end. out of retirement for one last mystery, one last adventure, and what will he sacrifice to save the well, ones he it loves? It is interesting from a plot perspective that, well, okay, so actually, really, actually, he wakes up in the middle of a creek, face down in a creek. A creek with magic water that makes your face even look a little more like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> he looks like Nolan North, dude. No, if you go back and actually, some people have done comparison shots this afternoon, where it you, you can see he kind of looks like... He looks like Nolan North, not Nolan North. Well, who were we talking about? Nathan Drake. He looks like Nathan Drake for the last four games. This one, he's got even like Nathan Fillion's hairline now. He's got that crooked bent nose. Like it's one of those. Like he looks as much like Nathan Fillion now as Ellie did as what's her face. This seems to be Naughty Dog's thing of like, well, kind of just base characters blatantly off of celebrities. I think Sully's gonna actually look like uh, Bruce Campbell. What like? Yeah, no, he's going to look like, um, shit, what's the joke is going to make? Helen Mirren. He's going to look like Helen Mirren. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Bill, the longer we do this podcast, the less interest I have in talking to you about anything I actually care about. Because <laughs> I have opinions that tend to be sometimes right. 
annoying. What? That's pointing annoying out the fact I am not wrong in saying Nathan Drake looks more like Nathan Fillion than he ever did before. Hey, what did Nintendo say? I didn't. I know nothing about anything that Nintendo said other than what I saw on my Twitter. You know feed. what? Speaking of this kind of shit, Bob Hoskins. That's what Mario's starting to look like now these days. It's really weird. Now they're getting more photorealistic with like the text, skin textures, and shit like that. Yeah. Literally all I know about Nintendo, I only ne- learned from people shouting on my Twitter feed, so this will be interesting. I will now learn what Nintendo said, <laughs> okay. apparently. Uh, NFC figures for Smash Bros. and Mario Kart this fall. Uh, yeah, so uh, it had been rumored for a long time that Nintendo was going to start doing the kind of Skylanders little figures with little computer chips inside. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah, okay. exactly. And, but the, the announcement was that these figures, they're not going to be compatible just with Smash Bros., but also with Mario Kart, they're going to uh, uh, patch Mario Kart 8, so it actually oh, really? takes advantage of these figures. And these figures, uh, I guess this is the same way they work with Skylanders too, but you can actually write data back to the figures, so the figure, actually the mm. data on the figures can change. And they say sometimes like the data that cross-pollinates from game to game on those figures can kind of have an impact in future games. That sounds oh, kind of interesting. interesting. And that's cute. Actually, the figures themselves, little prototypes, say they have at E3 look really cute. And I was going to say, at the end of the day, Bill, this means you're going to get little Nintendo toys. Uh, you know what? And one of the toys they show, because the Animal Crossing, there's a couple of Animal Crossing villagers as characters in Smash Brothers. You know, they're showing Animal <laughs> Crossing little toys. And I was like, man, if they, had a, like, if they had an Animal Crossing that was built around having these little toys, like the village, like if you could buy like real yeah. world versions of your little villagers and somehow maybe save the oh. data. Maybe that's how you took your villagers over to someone else's town is by taking the toys over. I mean, that's that's the opposite of practical. That is the stupidest way to do that. But that would be so... If you had, like, a Land of Crossing playset, like, a little house and everything. I just want to keep Lucky oh in my, my little pocket that's forever. You can keep Land Lucky. Oh, man, and what if the characters who you had the NFC figures for, there was the characters you can guarantee don't just suddenly leave? And that's justification... Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yep. Oh, shit. That's rough. That'd be kind of insidious. Oh, no, that's like... fucking... I mean, that's the whole point of this, but Nintendo finally going, yeah. oh, maybe we should do that, too. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, so anyway, exactly. So, yeah, they, that, uh, that that was one of their big announcements. Uh, let's see. Nintendo also announced Yoshi's Woolly World. Looks awesome. Plus, Yoshi's Island egg throwing. Yeah, this is coming out next year. Spring 2015. It looks cute as balls. It's... Well, this kind of goes back to what I was kind of talking about, uh, the idea of, t- of tearaway aesthetic being applied to Grim Fandango is this is a photorealistic thing where Yoshi and the whole world. You remember Kirby's uh, what was the Kirby game that where everything looked like yarn? Kirby's Epic Yarn? Oh. Uh yeah. They came out like a couple yeah. years ago. This They're doing the same thing now it's an HD and everything's made out of yarn again. It looks even better because it's like almost like photorealistic yarn and like Yoshi himself he's all crocheted and like all of his powers are based on like unraveling other enemies and stuff. It looks fucking gorgeous. And yeah. uh, you can like throw eggs and stuff like in the Yoshi Story game too, which is, is which is I don't think I've seen that outside of the Yoshi's uh, Story game. I'm kind of surprised yeah. they're just calling this a Yoshi's yeah. Yoshi's Island game. I should say. I'm um, excited for my little Sid because Sid loves Yoshi's Island. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, Yoshi yarn. Yeah, it's just I see Sid in the comments freaking out about that, but it looks goddamn. Man, Nintendo's knocking out of the Nintendo actually probably had the best conference out of all these guys in terms of just consistently great stuff and also just by simple virtue of the fact that not only did they have a lot of the stuff, but all their stuff was super fun, cute, and colorful, and it was a great break from all the death and violence from all the other Yeah. Well, I mean, they got to do something yeah. to try and right the sinking ship, and God bless them. Yeah. If they want to make more fun games, I'm down for it. When you're jumping from people's heads getting cut off in the Assassin's Creed thing to Yoshi yarn... And Yoshi being like, you know, it's it's pretty goddamn yeah. cute. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see what else they announced. Open World Zelda Wii U, a sequel to Wind Waker, perhaps? Yeah, so Christmas this is... 2015. Yeah, this is the other big Mama Jumma announcement they made, which, not a very specific announcement, they just had uh, Aiji Anuma, the guy who's in charge of the Zelda games for the last 15 years, uh, he just showed literally just like 10 seconds of footage uh, from the new Zelda game, and did mention that it will be a big open world game, uh, for the yeah. first time since like the original... Uh, Nintendo Entertainment System Zelda, where you can go wherever you want. This is going to be a similar thing. Uh, but yeah, it's all cel-shaded. Uh, it kind of does... I'm kind of wondering if, yeah, this is not a sequel to Wind Waker, uh, because Wind Waker was all cel-shaded. And this kind of mm. looks like kind of like an adult version of Link, kind of exploring the... And well, the, the idea of Wind Waker was Hyrule is flooded, and the game ends with Link and uh, Zelda decided to go off to find a new Hyrule on dry land that they, you know, they essentially rebuild the kingdom. And it would make sense that, like, maybe this is, like, their kid or something like that, or maybe another generation of, of Link, that, they're, you know, they're trying to uh, civilize and tame this land, which makes sense if you're going to have this big open world that no one's civilized before. Like, it would be a justification for exploring all this stuff. So basically it's, like, post-Noah fan fiction? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, shut up. Hate your <laughs> Not wrong, though. Um, <laughs> if only Jennifer Connelly played Zelda in this game. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, and the other thing, too, is I'm sure you didn't see anything about the Zelda footage or the screen caps or anything mm-hmm. like that. I, I, I literally haven't seen any of this stuff. Well, so. some people were, were kind of grumping about how the Link in this game looks super effeminate more than usual. And also grumping, by the, grumping about the fact that Link is not dressed as Link. It's Link in a blue tunic and stuff, which actually kind of looks like Link's blue pajamas that he's wearing at the beginning of Wind Waker. But, so, I.G. Anuma, the guy who's directing this game, in an interview today, supposedly told somebody that, oh, how do you know that is Link? And so people are actually going back and looking at it. It looks like that actually may be a female. And so people are like, oh, maybe you're actually playing as Zelda for the first time in a fucking Zelda game. Oh, my God. Yeah. And people are talking about how effeminate her haircut is because she's got, like, a ponytail in the back. And then I noticed she's got the exact same haircut as Geralt from The Witcher. <laughs> so if you're going by... <laughs> but does she have pro- the same beard, though? That's my question. Yeah. But if you're just going by a horseback riding protagonist in an open world medieval setting, then they're both ladies. There we go. So, yeah. Hey, everybody. Do you also know that there's going to be a Wii U Kirby canvas curse in Claymation, no less, in 2015? Yeah, you remember that, right? Canvas Curse, that was the game that, when Steve Wolfhart came up to visit us a bazillion years ago, and he brought his DS, he had like a little Kirby game that you could draw on the screen. Do you remember Oh, this? yeah, yeah. This yeah, is a yeah, sequel yeah. to that for the Wii U, except it's, uh, everything's done up like claymation. It looks really cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Is, I, it act, is it rendered to look like claymation, or are they actually doing the claymation thing and then importing it? Uh, I think it's rendered. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're doing the Donkey Kong Country thing where they're pre-rendering it, so, but it's not like sure. Okay. It's, it's it's not like clay fighters, where they like actual shot like live clay things and kind of I don't know. But it looks it looks nice though. Yeah. I mean, consoles are HD enough and powerful enough that you can kind of get away with like fake rendering, uh, clay stuff, and it kind of looks realistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just curious because my point of reference is Super Nintendo had some fun dopey clay games. Like there's clay fighters. Well, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, but it's not Claymates. Like yeah, that was just my brain. Really you, you played those games. Yeah, I did, motherfucker. Clay I actually stole Claymates from the Blockbuster because <laughs> I played it so much. What the hell is Claymates? Claymates. It was. It looks. It was the same. It was like a platformer, okay. but it was all like clay critters. Was it the same people as a Clay Fighter? 
I presumed at the time, but who knows? I didn't know shit. It was before Wikipedia, my friend. I didn't know shit. In other news, Mario Maker 2015, Bill says evocatively. Oh my god, so this got actually leaked a couple days before E3 because someone had taken a photo of Nintendo's booth as they were writing it. And one of the things they were hanging up was a sign for something called Mario Maker. And no one knew what it was except it looked like you were like moving Mario elements around on a screen. And it actually, yeah, it turns out to be, it's kind of like a little uh, Big Planet style create your own stages. Except instead of three-dimensional little Big Planet pieces, you're using old two-dimensional Super Mario Brothers stuff. So you're essentially creating cute. your own Super Mario Brothers games. Which is a fucking genius idea! That's a perfect yeah. use of that touchscreen. This should have been yeah. the, one of the goddamn launch games for the for the Wii U. Yeah. But well. and you can share. You'll be able to share your stages online, and it was very cute. The, the 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 trailer for this actually showed like how you can make stages that are impossible to actually win. So you can kind of be a dick about this if you wanted to. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see anything about the the Nintendo's whole press events about all the comedy skits and stuff they had during this? Nope. It was actually legitimately funny. They actually hired the uh, robot chicken stuff. Uh, people to do Ew. a bunch of stuff for, for interstitial comedy skits, which uh, maybe Robots Chicken not the funniest guys in the world, but for Nintendo, yes, it was. Nintendo has a history of trying to be funny in the past, and it's been terrible. And I love this lesson Nintendo has learned where if you want to be funny, go hire people who do it professionally and who are cheap yeah. and let them do it for you. I mean, they hired the Hey Ash, What You Playing guys to do some Donkey Kong yeah. Country stuff earlier this year. Mega64 was doing all the Mecha Phil and Me stuff recently, so. Um, so yeah, Nintendo gets gets to look funny, and also good people who make uh, great content get to uh, get the liner pockets a little bit, which is kind of a nice yeah. development. So Nintendo also announced Splatoon, a team shooting game. Portal Two meets Mario Sunshine's Water Gun, coming yeah. in twenty fifteen. So Splatoon is a very cartoony, slightly shell uh, cell shaded, uh, four player team co op, uh, third person shooting game where you're playing as a bunch of cartoony squid girls firing ink at each other and the the idea is the more you spray the, your ink all over this world you can dive into that ink and swim through it like along walls uh, along the floors and up walls and stuff like that and actually sneak behind bad guys and then shoot them with the ink you know like you're not killing anybody it's essentially a squirt gun game yeah. but it's it's essentially like fluid that you can jump dive into as if you could take a flat surface, squirt it with ink, and suddenly it becomes like a surface that you can dive in with too with your whole body as if it were like, you know, like a ten foot deep, you know, swimming pool or something like that. But then jump back out. And you win by actually trying to coat as much of the stage as possible with, with your your ink before this uh, time is over. It seems very cool. It's 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 Nintendo's quirky take on like Team Fortress stuff, but instead of killing people, it's just about painting the world with your color uh, ink stuff. Yeah. With very cute uh and it's nice, too, because the, uh, the the characters, like I said, they're squid girls, but they're kind of cute and punky and colorful, but not in, like, a totally crazy, annoying kind of way. Um, and that's that's one of the other things Nintendo talked about uh, at this E3 with interviewers and stuff. Uh, they had mentioned that they're making a very specific choice uh, in the near future to start focusing more on, uh, on women, because they recognize that one of the things that they failed to... One of the reasons why the Wii U hasn't been as popular as it has been because it completely ignored the female market that uh, really loved the the original Wii so much. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of stuff they come out in in the next year or two that's supposed to be focused towards ladies. But I don't know. Three words, Bill. Wario dating sim. Who would you date in Wario? It's Mario the World? year of Luigi getting late. Characters <laughs> <laughs> I would date. I would date the lady with the monkey and the scooter. 
from a male perspective is what I'm talking about. If I had Who's to date the lady dude, and the monkey with the scooter? Was that? Who? I, I might date, date the dog who drives a taxi cab. <laughs> He's cute. If I had to choose so... Uh, <laughs> I want to date the dog from Duck Hunt, actually. Oh, maybe, yeah. He's I just like, retired. I uh, like negging. Yeah. I like negging, you know. You like pegging? <laughs> she gets me every time. What? Negging. Oh, negging. negging. My joke was that he would neg you. Oh, neg. Well, he would neg. He would neg you, and then you would peg him. Why did I start this? <laughs> you notice how my energy level yeah, has gone no, down precipitously. I can't believe you don't care about this Nintendo stuff as much uh, as I do. Finally, here is a, Wii, a Nintendo thing I do kind of care about. Star Fox Wii U is in very early development. Use gamepad as a cockpit BOV, along with a very cute giant robot kaiju Wii U game, and a game where you use security cameras plus laser turrets to protect a maze-like laboratory. All three developed by Shigi Miyamoto. Yeah, so none of these are close to being done yet, but uh, this is Nintendo totally pulling Shigeru Miyamoto out of a corner and saying, hey, just show, we need to show people that we're making games in the future that'll actually use the gamepad in fun ways. Which, uh, the other games that showed during E3, too, actually did use the gamepad in fun ways, but they just wanted to bolster their new image of, like, yeah, we're doubling down the gamepad. And, you know, what better way to do that than to bring out, you know, their, their head game designer and say, and show him, like, oh, look at the, these new fun things from my crazy game-making lab. And, yeah, no, it was all really cute stuff. I like the idea, you know, like, Shigeru Miyamoto tends to do games that come from his hobbies. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I did gardening, so I came up with Pikmin and all that sort of stuff. I like the idea that he's been using security cameras and laser turrets. <laughs> he's been shooting people trying to break into Nintendo. That's how he protects his garden, right? <laughs> you know, it totally makes sense. Oh, no, but that's kind of cool. And I guess. Hey, everybody, did you know that we just talked about E3 and all the games that they talked about at E3 that you can't play until next year? We did! Whoa! We did it, everybody! Oh, oh! This the the one last thing they actually announced uh, today too. Before I didn't get a chance to add to the show notes was they're gonna have a brand new 3DS game from the people who made Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, this mm. is gonna be a <laughs> this is another strategy battle game except you are playing a as a bunch of steampunk warriors who have been uh, assembled by Abraham Abraham Lincoln to go fight aliens. What? It's called, like, Project Steam, and Steam calls for, like, Steampunk Territory Enemy Attack Aliens something machinery or something like that. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a brand new strategy uh, series, and it's going to be exclusively for the 3DS in 2015. Uh, but yeah, These no, screenshots are ridiculous. They, uh, supposedly the art style is based off of Silver Age comic books? Yeah, it kind of looks like I can kind of yeah. See that. And so they said like from creative like the characters are supposed to be like something from Silver Age comic books, but through filtered through like yeah, nineteenth century steampunk stuff. But you're still that's fighting ridiculous. aliens, yeah. So that's I'm that's... gonna be an asshole. It looks kind of generic. Well, that's kind of like some things Nintendo does. Depending who's working on it. Anyway, so, you know so what? Yeah. It doesn't involve you're not you're probably not shooting people's heads off. You're probably just shooting alien tentacles off. So <sighs> Man, I gotta tell you, that was part of the thing. Like watching the little bit of E three that I watched, dude. There have been way too many shootings in the United States over the past year for me to have much patience for anything with a goddamn gun in it. Mm -hmm. Except for I know I say that as someone who was really excited about Uncharted and uh, uh, Grim Fandango, but at least in Grim Fandango, you sprout people. 
uh, in Dragon Age Inquisition, you only fire crossbows, maybe, or, like, bows and arrows. And uh, Uncharted is just neither Drake's own uh, What do you want from Uncharted 4 in terms of characters and stuff? Do you care? Have you, do you even care? You just want to see what the game's like? You're not worried about, like, what a thief's end actually means or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you be upset if, if, if like, Chloe and uh, Elena don't show up? If it's a whole yes. new set of characters? I'm okay with a whole new set of characters. I well, really... supporting characters, I should say. But, you know, they'll still have Jake and... What's the main character's name? Larry? <laughs> Hubert. Hum- Humphrey? Um, yeah, I don't know. I-, I will say this. I'm a little concerned because the the um, press release talks about how will Nathan sacrifice everything yeah. to save those he loves, and I really am not interested in Elena being damsel. I really hope they oh, don't do that. Oh, I don't that. think the suggestion is that. I think they're they're trying to insinuate Nathan's not going to make it out of this game alive. Well, who is the person he loves that he would sacrifice everything to save? Jake. Wait, no, wait, no. I, I'm thinking of Jake and the Fat Man. Sully! Because Sully... Well, no, Sully, Sully the is the one of the character... last game was Sully I don't, being I don't think Elena... Especially, like, the, the only other voice you hear in the teaser is Sully. And Sully. It's, it's him and Sully talking yeah. about, you ready for one more go? Like, I think Sully's the more important relationship in those games than Elena. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, you asked me okay, no, no, what no, my not, opinion was. Although, I'm telling you my... No, no, no. I'm just saying my only opinion about Uncharted is I don't want a damseling of Elena or Chloe. That is all I'm saying. That is... Other than that, I just want more Uncharted. That's no, ideally. I seriously, if I... Again, if they if they put me in charge of Star Wars, I would say, hey, Neil Druckmann, what you do is you kill off Nathan Drake and you have Chloe take over the series. Well, if they put you in charge of Star Wars, they'll go, why are Nathan Drake and Chloe involved? This is, well, Bill, this Star Wars shit got to your head if you think you can show, suddenly show up at Naughty Dog and <laughs> tell them what to do about their goddamn Hey, everybody! Game. This was the Boy Howdy Podcast. Oh. I'm going on vacation. I'll see y'all in a week and a half. Uh, we are howdy at boyhowdypodcast.com, at boyhowdypodcast on the Twitter. You can holla at us. Uh, Bill will be back eventually with someone who's not needed to talk about some of the Yeah, crap. I gotta figure out who figure out who co-host for the next two weeks or something like that. Or maybe I'll take a two break or I don't know. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll figure out stuff. If you've always wanted to be on Boy Howdy, know that we always have listeners on. We are incapable of saying no. So now's your chance to ask Bill that you want to be on the podcast. I can just ask everyone. Just, yeah, Conley, Hannah, everyone just show up and just, we'll have just a big clusterfuck Google Hangout. Show, just show up at Bill's house. We got to talk about uh, Rick Mayall dying. We got to talk about what other, uh, like, Korra Book 3 trailer. Nope. Uh, no, we don't. The Pacific Rim Bye, sequel. Guys. No! I'm going on vacation. I love you. Guys, I'll see you later.